0: All right. Hey, how y'all doing? Back again with another episode of The It Factor. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy Robinson. Today, on this great Sunday, we have somebody special. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hi, guys. My name is Taylor Thomas. I am so excited to be on this podcast today. Mm -hmm. It's going to be cool. (laughs)
0: That's amazing. That's amazing, Taylor. So, my first thing is, how are you doing mentally, physically, emotionally?
1: Um. I'm doing really well. Um, I will say in the past couple weeks, I have been extremely exhausted. Um, I feel like I've been on goal. Ever since me completing my capstone recently just graduated from Howard University with my doctorate. Um, and occupational therapy, so I had to complete a capstone, which took so much energy. And then I felt like after the capstone, it was graduation, so then people was in town, and then I just uh went back home to Detroit for a little while. So I just been on the go, so I've been really tired, (laughs) honestly. Yeah,
0: you gotta get some sleep. See, I I know, I I know, I have to show go get some sleep. I know, yeah, but it's Sunday, so so much stuff that happened.
1: I gotta prepare for the work week. a
0: lot. (laughs) So in that, you know, uh, that's one of my first questions. So what led you to want to become a doctor of occupational therapy now?
1: Um, you know, well, my road to OT was not the easiest road. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it was just a lot of things that that happened while i was in ot school i ended up getting suspended for not meeting the gpa criteria while i was in my master's mm-hmm. program so that was just like a huge setback but you know it was a setback preparing for a comeback because i mean i kind of just used that as fuel you know I, I hated disappointing my family um you know of course you got the people talking <laughs> talking stuff my old classmates would just talk stuff so i would just use that as fuel and i'm like no I'm gonna get back in OT school, and not only am I gonna get back in OT school, I'm gonna make sure I'm one of the best OTs out there. So, um, when I eventually did get back in, I just worked very hard, extremely hard. And then it wasn't until my um, professors they were like, "You need to go after that doctorate." You know, like people need you. You know, you need to go teach. You need it. We need more black, we need more black women in the field that are doctors of this profession. So. That kind of just motivated me to just reach the highest peak right. in my profession. So here we are. I'm a doctor. You, know, you
0: have met the highest peak, but I know it's more beautiful things to come, like just to get that, get it off your shoulders. But like, I'm done with school. Like, even though we learn every day, you
1: know? I know, I learn every day. I learn something new every day, I kid you not. Yeah, so, yeah, but it, do, it does feel really, really good to just be done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with school, I don't wanna go back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I can only imagine because I'm getting my masters now.
1: Ooh, really? And what? What are you doing? In
0: adult education. So I'm a software engineer. Like I yeah. love my whole life from being an engineer. But in me doing that, I found like this ain't really what I want to be doing for like another five years. Like I don't want to be doing that. So yes. in that I was like, I love to teach people. Let me go see if I can not only get a degree in just saying I'm going to go teach, but like in adult education, I really want to be a college professor. So in the nitty-gritty of like writing these papers and i'm an author already so i'm like i'm a great writer but it's like just i'm first time in my life that i'm like writing on topics that like really mean something like really promote change so like that's amazing
1: yeah yeah yeah. i think i think like more people should really focus in on something that they're really passionate about and just Mm -hmm. go after it man like Go after that passion, because that—that's just amazing. I, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Congratulations, that—that's amazing.
0: <laughs> Thank <you> so, much. <laughs> yeah. so, in that, you know, how did your day-to-day job go? You know, I always want to know, cause my boy be telling me stories. I'm like,
1: what setting does he work in?
0: So he works with people that like literally some people that just get out of the hospital and okay. recover them. But he also okay. works with kids. He said he loves working with the kids.
1: Now. I love kids. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> a, so I'm a pediatric occupational therapist. Um, okay. so I work in an outpatient clinic right now. So outpatient settings is extremely busy. Like I see kids back to back to back lunch, back to back to back, you know, it's just always on the go, but I love it. I love it so much. Um, I see kids from just some typical diagnosis that I see is of course, autism, cerebral palsy. Um, I have little babies with like torticollis, spinal bifida, just different diagnoses. down syndrome. We'll have like the typical pediatric diagnosis those are the type of kids that i work with and um yeah i just love them i love them so much they really are the highlight of my work week <laughs> i love them a whole lot yeah
0: that's amazing that's amazing yeah he <laughs> said the same like he called me and told me about some kids you'd be like bro i am like you do you want kids man be like, not yet no 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 i'll be loving when their parents come get them i ain't
1: i know that. i know i mean it's just <laughs> such a relief but i i am one of those therapists who get attached I am attached to my kids like if I'm out for the day I gotta know what therapist is covering my schedule like who they go? you know I'm a little <laughs> territorial when it comes to my um my babies so uh, yeah <laughs> good ain't
0: nothing wrong with that that's cool so so in that you know tell me about your experiences I always love to hear my HBCU experiences I had a great time at Clark so how was it at FAMU like how was your time there Man,
1: I love FAMU. <laughs> I am a rattler till I die. Love, love, love FAMU. I think it was one of the best experiences. I kind of feel bad. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, the people who didn't go to HBCUs, like, I feel that's, you know, it's like, it's it's sad because um, I know what, like, when I was in high school, I went to, of course, I'm from Detroit. So I went to Cass Tech. I don't know if you ever heard of that high school before but um, it's really popular in Detroit and a lot of my peers in my high school they were going to like Michigan State, U of M, you know Western and I was like one of the only people who was like I think I'm gonna go to FAMU, you know, because I was an athlete, I played softball, and it was actually my um, softball coach in high school, he hooked me up with the softball coach at FAMU, and you know, we just had conversations, and she honestly just told me, like, this is going to really be an experience that's going to change your life, and um, at first, you know, I, I don't think I quite understood it, you know, I didn't understand it until I was actually a student, on the hill, I want to say maybe even my sophomore year, like you know, it was just like such an awakening experience. I just wish more people, more of us, would go to HBCU.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Experience, and yeah. that I'm glad you brought that up about softball because that was one of my. I was like, I love sports, I play football <laughs> myself, so I'd be like, oh, hey yeah. man, wait a minute, you want rings? Let's see them. Like, yeah. what I
1: don't even, you know, what's so funny? My dad,
0: all ah, right, oh.
1: I don't, he don't play about my rings. Uh-huh. I don't even know what my rings are. I know he has them. He uh-huh. hides them. It's like he he collects my ring. Like it's almost as if like I won the championship for him. <laughs> like I don't know. He you like all my degrees. Everything I have is at my house in Detroit. My parents uh-huh. they usually just keep up with stuff like that. Um, but I wish I had them to show you. But yeah, oh, it was amazing. I won. Well, not me. My team we won MIAC um, two years in a row. Yeah,
0: y'all some straight killers then. Okay, okay. Cool.
1: Yeah, we we were pretty good. We were really good. Yeah, so
0: that's amazing, man. That's amazing. I love women in sports. Like, don't get me wrong. Like y'all in sports, I dislike the media behind it, but like I love women in sports. You know why? Because y'all wow. bring a different dynamic. I like, don't get me wrong. I love mm-hmm. football, like people getting hit and all that stuff. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But like seeing women do sports, it takes me out of that. I be like, dang man, that's amazing. They can do this stuff yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And how, how how like y'all be like type names when it comes to like how passionate y'all are about y'all sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all
1: say. Yeah, for sure. It was just I mean, it was a a crazy experience. Not gonna lie, like it was very hard. It was mm-hmm. hard. I'm telling you. After, after my freshman year, I remember. This conversation I had with my mom, I'm crying on the phone with her, begging her, like, can I please come home? (laughs) I'm like, this is so hard. And shout out to my parents. I want to give them a shout out because they literally, ever since I was a little girl, I can't quit nothing. You gotta, you gotta finish it, you know. So, and I think my mom, she also like had um like some wisdom too, because she's like, It's nothing for you here in Detroit, you know, like you gotta stay in Florida and figure it out and keep working hard, you know. you know, just keep giving it all you got. So I shout out to my mom for not letting me quit because I definitely gave her a whole grand plan to get out of view. but she was like, "Nope, you gotta keep going." So hey, I'm
0: glad you kept going. Man.
1: Me That's, too. Me too. And yeah, we do have,
0: all have those moments. Though. Like I ain't yeah, going to no more. For coming to the crib. Let me come to the crib. My mom was like, "What crib? You ain't got a room." Tomorrow
1: yeah that's basically you know i mean and as harsh as, as i thought it was i think i was upset with her for a couple of days after that I, thought, I was like mom but i'm over here struggling she's like basically that's life you know you gotta figure it out and keep going and that was one of the best decisions she ever did <laughs> yeah telling me not to quit so that that's was amazing cool.
0: so in that uh, what is your effect man why you do what you do
1: for my family mm-hmm. honestly god like i uh i grew up in Detroit you know uh it could I you know when I describe Detroit I know my experience could have been worse you know so it wasn't the the most terrible experience growing up in Detroit I actually love my city a whole lot but I seen my parents sacrifice so much for me and my sisters I have a big family it's five of us five girls so I mean I seen my my dad going to work every day you know we struggling to live in check to check with all these kids you know so I mean, I think I'm just very family. Like, it's just, it's all about my family. I want to make them proud. I want to like break curses. You know, I want to, I always think about it's So it may sound weird, but I always think about like my future kids. I don't know, you know, I don't have any kids right now, but I'm like, man, I just want to make them proud. I want to like
0: yeah.
1: create something that they can like build off of when they get older, you know, and I, you know, that's just really what motivates me, honest to God, because if it was up to me, Mm-hmm. like what what Nixie Hustle said I felt every single emotion you know what yeah. I mean I'm not that's it I just keep going and I keep finding purpose and stuff and you know I think purpose driven that's it my family is my purpose so they really helped me not to quit
0: I love that like that's a good <laughs> thank thing. you and I love asking that question cuz it brings so much like genuineness out of people. Yeah. No, you know, I love the gratitude that you show towards your family. Like, that's amazing. I feel yeah. like I do the same. Like, when it comes to family, it ain't nothing different. Like, family first, you know? Family
1: so, look, it's tatted. I mean, because that's, <laughs> that's a fact, man. I, I love my family. They, again, sacrifice so much. They support me, right or wrong. Even, I mean, I remember I got suspended and I went home and I was so sad when I got kicked out of school, you know? I'm like, man, because I just felt like I like disappointed my parents, you know, all that hard work they were doing. And here I am, you know, to get me to DC, they Mm -hmm. sacrificed a whole lot. And I felt like I disappointed them. But my mom, she just loved up on me and gave me that tough love and was like, you got to go back to DC and figure it out now. Like, you know, so go get back in school. And that's exactly (laughs) what I did. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. So, like, in that, you know, what will be one of your ultimate life goals?
1: Um, you know, I really am very passionate about the African-American community. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that we, I mean, it's just, it's a system, you know, we were taught to literally hate ourselves, you know, to hate everything about us. It's just a lot, a lot of stigmas and stuff within our community that I really want to try to break. And I know it's hard. Like, you know, I have this conversation with my parents a lot too, like we, we're kind of like fighting ignorance, you know, a little bit within our within our community. So that's kind of hard to break, but if I could like just leave this world, just changing something, you know, like really making an impact on our community, whether that's health wise, you know, mentorship, anything. I, you know, that's my ultimate life goal. I really want to try to do that.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. I feel like you're doing that. Even by making it, step nice. on to the show, you know, that's all what we are about changing the narrative yeah. to got- sick and tired of seeing, like, don't get me wrong, I love all people, right? Mm-hmm. But I got tired of like being, that's the dynamic of like, dang, I grew up in Fort Rady, Georgia, in rural Georgia, and i never seen a, a black engineer, a black occupational therapist. A I mean, like, you know, yeah. only thing we thought was like, oh, you gotta be a football player, that's the only way you're gonna make it out. And I know a lot of them. and I bring them on the show, it's cool, but like, it's like, I even then, they be like, this ain't what I'm gonna do for my whole life. Like, I can't yeah. do this my whole life, so it's something else you have to do so I was like I gotta start the show because it gotta be a legacy of something left behind to let people know like we do this Mm -hmm. you can do it too it's fine
1: yeah for sure for sure and that's why I always want to be real with people too like you know because I don't know I mean I know on Instagram on social media it's so easy to put on some front or you know or act like everything is all glitz and glamour you know what I mean I don't want nobody I don't want anyone to get misled when they go to my social media is like, oh, why she got it all together. I'm one person to say I never had it all together. No. <laughs> you know, never. No. I'm like, listen, I went through a lot to get to where I am right now, you know, and even still, you just, you hit a new level and you just, what they say, new level, new devils, you know, I, you know, you hit a new level, it's something else that come up. Something else. It's just growth. And that's what I think I'm really appreciative of just growing every, every, like, uh, milestone that i hit i just grow and i just i'm really grateful for that
0: so. that's amazing that's amazing so in that like how was it though to like attend to hbcus Howard and famu how was that you know those experiences
1: um again it was it was beautiful i love it i i mean when i went to famu um and i graduated from famu going to get my master's i knew i wanted to go to another hbcu because i just feel like my education <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like I I received the best one of some of the best education, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to venture off and you know go to any other school so I actually I grinded into Howard because you know Howard can be strict on grades and all that stuff again I didn't have the highest GPA and it's competitive to get in these these programs like OT, PT, engineering you know the yeah,
0: it's, careers know.
1: Is, is hard yeah it's hard to get <laughs> yeah. in these programs so I literally I, I kind of just kind of hustled my way into Howard because I knew my GPA I mean I met the GPA criteria but again it's like a competition you got to try to beat the girl who got a 3.6 you know what i mean you know and i didn't have a 3.6 i graduated from fam with like a 3.1 mm-hmm. so um i just uh again i emailed the people at howard uh ot program i looked them up online i'm just introducing myself you know i'm like hey my name is says i'm very interested you know express my interest into howard and it was genuine because i really wanted to go to howard you know i'm like and i i read up on the ot program we have one of the best black you know hbcu programs so again i'm just finessing you know not finessing, but you know i'm just like trying to hustle my way in the program they were responding to me so then i built that rapport through email Mm -hmm. um I shadow at different clinics I got I think we needed like I want to say like 40 or 50 observation hours I had like over 70 like you know I just had to make myself a better candidate but I had to do it like strategic you know so um it worked it worked out and I got into school so I would say like the difference between Howard and FAMU Howard was like business so I didn't really experience like um, I definitely did go to homecoming, though. Oh you yeah, know, of course. The yard, <laughs> the yard <laughs> fest and the tailgates—that was lit. That was that was really lit. Um, but as far as like the, you know, I feel like I have two different experiences. Like FAMU was home. I love FAMU. I had the best time of my life. Some mm. of the best times of my life at FAMU. And Howard, I had a good time, but it was like work. It was like you know you got to grind. I like because not that you got in school, you got to stay in school. You know, so it was just it was work at Howard
0: <laughs> I, respect it. I can respect it and that's why I feel like HBCUs are even Ivy League I don't care which one you go to oh Maybe yeah sure and, uh, I feel like that stigma though the GPA stigma it follows mm-hmm. all of us because this is like dang I didn't have this GPA but you know something that's crazy though <laughs> so I went to Clark University and I was an engineering program you mm-hmm. know Northeastern University in Boston
1: oh really it was
0: a totally different word like up north is different pwi is a way different yeah
1: Well, you went
0: oh. to eastern michigan
1: northeastern so I north went
0: to northeastern. okay 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 i
1: know yeah
0: all so right as I, I went up there and stuff like that mind you i had trials and tribulations and stuff like that but i love my hbcu for following me like it was like what's going on you good okay cool you know you can transfer back and get your degree we can do this so that's what i end up doing and in an experience i felt like i let everybody down like i got and my mom, like your like your story, my mom was like, "So you gonna finish school?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Well, then what did you mess up on? You didn't, you didn't mess up on anything. I'm proud of you either way." Yeah. And, you know, I did say that about the GPA because it's just like I really thought, like, "Dang, that meant something. That meant something." I ended up working for one of the best companies, wow. uh, homeowner. Like, I can go through all the things that I'm doing now, yeah. I'm doing my masters now. Like, so it's just like, yeah, the GPA mattered, but it was like uh, not as much.
1: You know it's just what is it a technicality like you know yeah. just, you gotta go through like you know that's really what it is but yeah i don't i mean look at that that's an amazing story right there like you should really do you mentor you mentor other guys i do,
0: I do mentor okay. uh, i'm also like i said i'm an author so i do different things yeah. and also the show so like but yeah. that's something i'm thinking about speaking out on because a lot of us see media mm-hmm. and they see like some people see the interview i did the other day right? And it's one of the guys, he went to Florida State and he played for Baltimore now, right? And that's like getting a lot of hits and it's like, cool. And I'm like, yeah, but like we built from somewhere. Like, it's cool that you do this. at time that you have to do this. But like, when I was in school, we struggled, you know, it's different things. I'm not going to always show that. And I was like, that's the false sense that media does show you. Like, you mm-hmm. think that everything always good. Like you said, yeah. it's not, you know. <laughs> like, not. you
1: know that thing you say success is like a roller coaster. Yes. Like, you know, like, man i'm telling you like you can look on my social media you'll see the grab pics you'll see mm. you know stuff like that yo man listen like if only y'all knew i should have had a documentary rolling while i was right, going. Right. To- <laughs> and like it was hard and i i just think it is so important that people don't quit don't yeah. give up on yourself when an obstacle come you know just I know it hurts feel those feelings feel those emotions take a day if you need to but always get back up like I was I always tell people like I've hit rock bottom before I for sure hit rock bottom but you can't stay there you gotta get up you have no choice you know you I mean what's the choice like I don't know mm-hmm. so yeah I just really hope anybody who listening please just don't give up that's the key factor you gotta keep going definitely
0: definitely, <laughs> that's amazing but in that, you know, so like, what is one of the legacies you want to leave behind? Then would you say that's like giving back and doing the things that you are doing now?
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Um, right now, I'm also um, a certified autism spectrum disorder clinical specialist, uh-huh. so um, I am passionate about this this particular disorder because I work in the population, you know, and I see like. Um, a lot of african-american parents like when their child is first diagnosed with autism they don't really um know what to do i mean it's a new diagnosis um they're grieving they don't because obviously don't nobody want nothing wrong with their kid you know but if only they knew like how autism is not like a death sentence you know what i'm saying it's not like your kid is so special and so bright you know and depending on where they are on the spectrum you know what I'm saying? They can get services and they can still go on and live fulfilling lives. You know, that's, that's what I'm really passionate about. And, um, I really would love to like, again, just break some stigmas in that realm, you know, um, with our community. And then just also giving back, you know, again, like my future kids, I want to really leave something for them to, you know, build up on and give it to their kids and their kids give it to their kids, you know? So that's what I'd be grinding for.
0: <laughs> hey, dude, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, will be a part of your journey, anything you need or anything. Oh, need. I
1: love that. <laughs> We'd
0: yeah. be good, and uh we can do this. We can do this another one of these in person. Like uh those are things I'm getting to now because I meet so many people in the party mm-hmm. and stuff. And my my fiance always be like, you need to make sure you stay in touch. And I'm like, I do. I try to. Yeah, stay
1: for, stay for sure. That. Oh my god, I would love
0: that. <laughs> I would so, love that. So, Anna, before yeah. we close out, do you have any questions for me?
1: Um, How did you get your podcast started? Like, What made you want to do a, a social network, mm-hmm. you know, with,
0: with all yeah, this so, stuff? Well, I was going to Clark, right, you know, we were going through, uh, I was going through school, and uh, I was in computer science program, and it was like a struggle at first, right? You just figuring mm-hmm. out, like, what's going to happen? And I remember I got my first D, and I'm, I'm going to YouTube University, I'm like, let me see how you code, and all I saw was <laughs> right, white people, Asian yeah. people, and I was like, Dang, man, I was like, God, look, if you get me through this, I am gonna get back in some way, some form, passion, or something. Wow. So I graduated, right? Done with school, and time went, and my boy, one of my homies that do all my editing for my show, he was like, man, bro, like, you should start a show, like, you know, keep it going, you know so many people. And I'm like, all right, cool. And at first, he's like, all right, I'll try So I wrote it down, did the logo and all that, and then never start, like, for a couple months. Then I started before Christmas. Of I think 2019, and mm-hmm. make more sense then because it's just wow. like it's more of a passion now. And it's like I'm doing it. Every time I think I, I thought that I was like, this ain't the right thing. And always like something more happens. So wow. that's, that's why I started it. And it's the Thank way to get
1: back. The universe just be aligning. Yes. Up for you, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> Definitely, man. Definitely.
0: So that's how I started. That's a great question. Thank you for that.
1: That's up. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm.
0: That's cool. So, and uh, yeah. So, yeah man that's pretty much the show
1: all right i mean i really do appreciate you having me on your show this is amazing i'm so grateful to interact with you and i really do want you to keep in touch (laughs) yeah for sure yeah um and if you have my social media so you could just dm me or you know whatever you have my cell phone number too i believe so yeah just make sure you stay in touch
0: (laughs) all right definitely hold on real quick though you know something